So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media, all at So We Met Online. This week's episode is sponsored by Complete Start, the makers of delicious plant-based instant breakfast shakes. This week, we talked with Wendy, who shared a really intimate story with us. So we met online. To dial back a bit, at the beginning of 2016, I got really addicted to lip sync app. A lip sync app. Uh, yes. It's kind of like Vine where it's, or, or, well, Vine was creative stuff, but um, pre-recorded tracks where I would act out with a, with a track and mm-hmm. then post it as a quick 15 second video on a social media app. Okay. It's its own little world, a totally different audience. So it's interact- what all the kids are doing now? Yes. It's totally what all the kids okay. are doing now. <laughs> but I interacted with a bunch of different people from all over the world because of it. And by April and May, I was very heavily into that community. Hmm. And I met a man. You met a man. So you met a man <laughs> on not a dating app. Correct. Not a dating app. Wow. Okay. It's a completely different social media platform. So social media brought us together. He, I, well, let me t- dial it back a bit. Maybe not a man. I met a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I met a person who was 11 years younger than me and very attractive. And he was very much attracted to me. So we created this flirtatious relationship by passing videos back and forth and instant messaging which quickly turned into exchanging phone numbers and vidcon for 2016 he came out to visit and we quickly realized that we wanted to begin some sort of dating relationship that was probably about june by september i was ready to pull the trigger and say okay move in with me and we started a wow yeah we were in a really fast moving forward relationship I didn't realize what I was bringing into my house, though. So on Labor Day, I flew up to Washington. I drove him back down and moved him in with me. Gung-ho, full speed ahead. Oh, okay, hold on. So <laughs> let's just put this into perspective here. Mm-hmm. So you met online on not a dating app. You lived in separate states. Yes. You. So it was a long-distance flirtation. Yes. Through a music app. Yes. And you've invited him to move in with you. And now you've got to try to figure out how to get him from Washington down to California. California. Yes, down to California. Okay. Continue. And, and maybe the, and that's completely on me. I see something I want, I go get it. So I said, okay, we're moving you in. And I facilitated that. I bought my plane ticket one way, flew up there. It helped him drive his car and all of his stuff to be with me. The age difference and the fact that he was still living with his mom and not making very much (laughs) money and wanting to be an actor and be big on social media. That was his goals. Didn't give him very much income at the time. So it was all on me. But again, I see what I want. I go get it. Uh, I understand. I went and got it and I brought him back in. Well, shortly very shortly within weeks after he got there i realized that there was something a little off about him he was frankly mentally unstable (laughs) we got into pretty raring fights about 
silly little things and there would be yelling and screaming and throwing things and it was not a great place but I made the choice to bring him here and I decided to stick it out yeah so none of those red flags though materialized while you were communicating distantly right no none at all he was happy uh, flirtatious excited but that move of from washington to california had such profound effect on him he became almost a completely different person wow two months after we moved in together i found out i was pregnant oh no so i wasn't going to do what i had done in previous in my previous relationship i had been married before i had two children from another marriage older children um i wasn't expecting to get pregnant uh, and I was, I was not happy about it, to be honest. Sure. I was trying to build my career. I didn't expect to be here so quickly in my new relationship. But he was over the moon and ecstatic and happy about it. So I said, okay, here's yet another reason why I need to stay in this not so happy relationship where if I hadn't gotten pregnant, we would have ended rather quickly. You made the choice. He moves in. Mm -hmm. You get pregnant. And now, don't you start to feel a little trapped? I did, actually. I felt very trapped. Um, Not only trapped in this relationship, but trapped in the fact that I was almost reliving my past life. Here I am again. I've made, you know, a similar decision, decision that I had in almost 20 years earlier with my daughter's. And I thought I wasn't going to be able to, I wasn't going to do this anymore. I decided that I was going to have the baby. I was going to make my relationship work and we were going to do this. Even if the relationship was starting to show clear signs that it wasn't going to work out. Correct. So you began to sacrifice yourself to an extent just to stay in that relationship. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Monetarily, I facilitated his career. I tried to send him places to and get him involved with people so that he could grow. I paid for all of basically maintaining the household. So financially, I backed him. Obviously, I tried to be a good partner in that I was featured in some of his social media and YouTube videos and things like that. I tried to be nice even even in the most stressful accusatory moments <laughs> and it was it just that stress on a growing body was really really hard yeah i mean you're balancing the stress of being pregnant versus the stress of a questionable relationship with the stress of a partner who didn't seem like they really knew what they wanted exactly even while pregnant, he was still unsure that he even wanted to be there. Huh. So here I am having his child, and he doesn't think that he's 100% committed to me, that he's still getting attracted to other people, and he still doesn't view California as home. And I'm listening to all these stresses that he should be talking to basically friends. And I don't think, you, and personally, I don't believe you should ever say I don't think I'm 100% committed to you. <laughs> <laughs> then you're if not you're in a dating, committed relationship. If you're dating and you're like, you know, I'm not ready for commitment, that's one thing. But if you're in a committed relationship and you say, you know, I don't think I'm 100% here, but I'm going to live in your house and, and 
sleep in your bed for until you kick me out. That's not the situation I wanted to be in at yeah. all. And that's yeah. what it was. That's definitely what it appeared to be. I'm curious because you did mention earlier he's 11 years younger than you. Mm-hmm. I guess this will reveal your age, so I'm not sure if you mind sharing <laughs> that. But how old is he? He is 28. Okay, so he's 28. So that gives us, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm a guy, so I'll say it. We already know that most people, I'll just say it from my perspective. I know at 28, I was clueless in terms of a lot of elements related to relationships. Now, I was married at 28 myself, but I did the same thing. I basically entered into a relationship that was awful, got married just for the sake of getting married, and then felt trapped afterwards because those are the decisions we tend to make as guys in our 20s, (laughs) right? So then what happened? Basically, what happened is different stressors and different things happen. And we realized that our paths and our goals and I just didn't want to put up with his roller coaster type of attitude, really. He had broken up with me a course of four different times over the 15 months we were in a relationship and just within hours dialing back and saying, no, 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 I, 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 I'm just kidding. I don't really want to break up with you. And after the, you know, on the fourth time, I basically didn't let him backpedal anymore. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. This is too much work for very little reward. If I, you know, I can't deal with you with the bad stuff. I'm not going to be able to deal with you when you get the good, the good stuff either. So I said goodbye and sent him packing to mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes that's what you got to do, right? Yes. Wow. So... Yeah, I mean, you definitely had a roller coaster, not only in the relationship, but personally, your your life seemed to have gone on this crazy roller coaster yeah, ride throughout can, the last 15 months. I can add a level to that, too. My daughters, um, unfortunately, their father had passed away in February. Oh, so geez. while I was building what I thought was going to be a successful relationship, I was having a baby. I went to... I had to coach and my children with losing their father. So I lost a co-parent in that relationship as well. So over the last 15 months, it's been a a complete roller coaster. Yeah. My significant other at the time didn't even deal with that very well either. He thought my intention shouldn't have been where it was and I didn't agree. And that created strife in the relationship as well. Yeah. Well, there's really a lot to unlock here. I mean, I thank you for sharing your story. But it just shows how relationships can change. And we tr- we talk often about looking for those red flags before we get into the relationships. But then it's hard when you start to make those commitments or you or something like you get pregnant and then all of a sudden you feel trapped. What does it take to kind of decide to, to leave and to move on? A lot to talk about. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll be back. This week's episode is sponsored by Complete Start, the makers of delicious plant-based instant breakfast shakes. Now you have more time in the morning to sleep, get ready, walk the dog. You don't have to sacrifice your health for convenience. Complete Start mixes instantly in your favorite milk or water so you can take it on the go. Comes in three flavors, super greens with a hint of vanilla, rich mocha, and peanut butter banana. I'm personally a fan of the rich mocha that are really good and really good for you. Go to completestart.com, 
and use the code SWMO for So We Met Online for 10% off your first order. It sounds like you and Wendy had a really interesting conversation. And, you know, it made me think about a lot of things. And the first thing that came to mind is how fast is too fast to yeah, it's a good question. move into a relationship? I mean, forget the moving in together right now, which we'll get to, but how fast is too fast just to move the course of a relationship along? Because I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I used to be that person who would jump two feet in. You know, I thought someone was compatible with me. I want to have the entire relationship in the course of, you know, two months. <laughs> and I've learned in my own experience and obviously in the experiences I see with my clients, you know, when they jump too quickly into certain aspects, usually a sexual aspect, the relationship often fizzles because you haven't really learned enough about each other. And, you know, I think it's, common knowledge that once you start sleeping with someone it's really hard to go backwards and get to know like what's your favorite color Hmm. you know what I mean because once you start who doesn't want to continue sleeping with someone especially if it's good you know uh so it's really hard to go backwards and get to know each other just on an emotional level I just have a question have you ever heard the I don't know what I would call it, conventional wisdom, or someone says this, uh, that you need to know someone for all four seasons before you know if they're the one to commit to. Uh, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. Another one that I've heard, or another one that I actually share personally with people is you really don't know a person until you've taken a trip with them. Oh, that is so true. Right? Because yeah. all of the stresses and all of the Oh, yeah. How do they manage under pressure? Right. Do they snore? I yeah. mean... <laughs> I, I actually know of at least two couples that broke up after their first trip because they realized, I can't I can't live with this well, person. Well, sure. I mean, it, it's the living, but it's, it's also a style of how you plan your day. Like, for example, on a trip... I like to be going, 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 hit as many things as possible. Whereas some people like to meander and have a cup of tea in the middle of the day. And there's certainly room for both of those things, but it's where's the compromise? You know, can you agree on your agenda? Totally agree on that. It's interesting when we listen to this story and like you were saying, how fast do you move in a relationship? And we did have a conversation about this once before in another podcast, but we've also have always agreed that it really depends on the individual relationship. Of course. Right? In some relationships, it may naturally progress faster than other relationships. So if we set aside that relationships do naturally move at different speeds, I think the other question is, is at what point in time can you make some of these larger relationship decisions like moving in with each other? Like, do we just move in with each other because it's naturally moving fast? Or do we start asking some serious questions about, is this the right decision right. for us to do? Don't do it for rent issues. Right. I, I've known too many people who are like, well, especially in New York, well, you know, we it's really cheaper. save a lot on money. Yeah. If that's the priority, I would think twice about that. Yeah, that cannot be your motivation because you could save a lot of money, but you're going to be saving money living with a person that you don't want to be living with. Right. And you're going to have added stress. And I don't think any amount of saved money is worth that if you're not ready. Have you ever had an experience where you, I mean, I've certainly had experiences where I've moved too quickly. I remember, it was probably 10 years ago, I really liked a guy. Where did I meet him? I don't remember where I met him. I should have known. He wanted to wait at the bookstore at midnight to get the Harry Potter, whatever book it was. <laughs> Look, that's commendable if that's your thing. 
So not my thing. I mean, I read all the Harry Potters, don't get me wrong. But I went with him because I really liked this guy. And one thing led to another. And I, I felt like the first three weeks of the relationship were just so fast. We saw each other too often. We spent the night too soon. And, you know, I'm not going to go into all the nitty gritty details, but... We didn't know each other very well. And after about three weeks, he went on a two-week vacation, which was two-thirds of the time we had spent together. And by the end of the vacation, he didn't want to see me anymore. So we have all of these different ways that we can tell if a relationship is moving too fast, right? Like you just touched on. Sometimes it's just physical, right? You get involved too quickly. You start to get physical too quickly. And like you you said earlier, you don't know anything about that person. Right. And it's hard, right? Especially when you have a lot of chemistry and things feel right. Right. And you have to balance that. You don't want to deny that on the one hand. Exactly. Does this really feel right? Or is it, you know, just something for the moment? Is it just like in that moment I'm feeling this and I, I want to act on it? Which isn't inherently bad. I will say that one of the times that I took a relationship slowly, I could tell that I was more in tune with that individual. Sure. And a lot of people started asking me, well, have you slept with her yet? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, or what is going on? people hearing right? about your business. <laughs> and I said, no, we're just taking things slowly. We only ended up like meeting once a week. So for the first month or even two months, we had only gone out on about five dates. Okay. I even felt myself that things were weird. Not because the relationship was weird, because I was doing it something outside of my own comfort zone. Because you usually do move faster. Because I usually do move faster. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go at her pace. And she wanted to take things slow, so I'm just going to take things slow and see how they worked out. And they actually worked out a lot better. But it was odd for me to, like, I'm thinking two months in... Man, it's like, why aren't we talking about marriage yet? Oh my God, you're too much. (laughs) You know, but that's some of the types of relationships I had seen in the past. Right. You know, where it's like, oh, things are going great after two months. Like, you know, we all talk about the honeymoon period. And then after you get out of that honeymoon period, you start to see, oh, the things that were so darn cute. Right. Like, I love the way, you know, she tosses her hair. And then you start noticing after that honeymoon, oh my God, every time she tosses her hair, it gets in her food. I can't <laughs> take it anymore. Right. Uh. <laughs> I also want to talk about how an age gap might impact things. Now, in this story, she does make a big deal of the fact that this guy is 11 years younger than she is. To be perfectly honest, I don't see that as a big obstacle. Now, in this case, it obviously was for her. Was it the age thing or was it just his lack of maturity in general or his lack of being able to provide emotional support or his lack of mental stability? You know, they all came into play. But on its own, I generally believe that if two people are in the same life place and want similar things out of life, then the age is secondary. You know, I was saying this to you earlier, Chris, if he had been 11 years older, no one would have even blinked twice at that. Yeah, if the roles were reversed, this would be a Such completely a double different standard. Totally, which, totally. Which, you know, I find so interesting when I when I watch The Bachelor, which obviously I watch for work purposes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> sure, work purposes. Mm-hmm. Research. That's obviously why I watch Bachelor in Paradise, too. Anyway, this past season with Ari, who... Ugh, I found it really interesting that every woman on there was younger than Ari. Ari was 36. The oldest woman they had on there was 33, and he dismissed her the first day, making the oldest, I believe, 31. Okay, that's already five years. They had women on there from age 22 
to 33. So no one made a big deal out of, they did make a big deal out of the 22-year-old, how she was 14 years younger. Now, the reason I think they made a big deal out of that was because she was so mature and she had such a great connection with Ari that I think she intimidated people. Mm -hmm. And people use that 14-year age difference to kind of soothe their mind, thinking, well, he won't choose her. But he chose someone who is 11 years younger than he is. And no one thinks twice about that. Yes, that's a double standard. And I've said it before. I have dated a wide range of ages. I have dated older Mm -hmm. than me. And I've dated younger than me. And Mm -hmm. I have dated substantially younger. I want to know. I've dated uh, women who are 20 years younger than me up to a woman who was 10 years older than me. Okay. And I have gone, I believe, 11 years younger and 22 years older. And both I met in person. Because when you meet in person, there is no age post-it note on their forehead. You just see how well you get along. Yeah. And you talked about it in terms of the maturity. And we heard it in the story. I know even personally, I have met women who are substantially younger than me, 15 years younger than me, 16 years younger. Right. That have incredible maturity and who I get along with unbelievably. Right. And then I have met other women who are within my age range, 44, Mm -hmm. 45, and they have almost no maturity. And they are not responsible and they are a mess. Yeah, it's all true. You just don't know. Probably six months ago, I went out with uh, a guy who was 25, so 11 years younger than I am. Well, I guess I was 35 at the time, but still... And he was one of the better communicators I had met. And nothing had anything to do with age. And I've certainly met men 10 years older than I am who can't communicate for their life. I do, however, believe, and this is pretty stereotyping, most men who are in their 20s haven't fully matured emotionally to be able to support some of the things that were happening in the story, right? Well, I agree. And when you say support, I don't know if you mean financially or emotionally, but well, She already talked about the financial, but it sounds like emotionally he was unable to support her. And that's a prerequisite of any relationship. Exactly. When you have big life challenges that are naturally going to come up in the span of your life and in the span of whoever you're in a relationship with, Mm -hmm. if something major happens like a death, right, or any type of an accident or whatever, and you turn to your significant other who you need for that emotional support in that moment, and they're not emotionally available to be able to support you, you've got big challenges. Right. And I actually don't think that's due to age here. I think it is how quickly they got together, how quickly they moved in, because they had never been through anything before. Right. I mean, I think part of the Four Seasons you know, recommendation is in a year, you're probably going to go through some ups and some downs. And you can see how someone deals with those downs. And I do believe whether it's tragedy or a fight, it's how someone behaves in the worst of situations that is more telling than how they behave in the best of situations. Yeah. And I think you nailed it in terms of like, even in this... Nailed it! (laughs) Even in terms of this particular relationship, because they were dating long distance. Right. So, so they never saw the day-to-day. Exactly. You're not able to see and experience those day-to-day interactions. So that's why they saw such a dramatic shift from right. being long distance and having this online type of relationship where it's sporadic and it's great and things are going well. And then as soon as you move in and you're seeing the day-to-day 24-7 type of experiences, 
that's when those red flags started to materialize. Absolutely. So I want to thank Wendy for sharing such a personal, intimate story with us. I obviously only wish her the best in whatever she does going forward. But I know something like that wasn't easy to share. And I hope that some of this resonates with you, our listeners. As always, thank you for listening.